This is Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Hey guys, welcome to Forking Around Town. This is your host, Tracy, and today I have a celebrity chef in the house, Mr. Corey Hall. How are you? And the crowd goes wild. Right? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. So it's really funny. I was just thinking the other day when I first met you, and it was funny that we actually met each other, what, 10 years ago? A while ago. Yeah, and yeah. I don't remember. We run the small circles around yeah, in we, South Tampa. A lot of same same friends and everything. Same family. So you have to tell me, first of all, just a little bit about how you got started cooking and everything, because you've you've got a big story to tell. I do. I've yeah. got a, I've got a, a gigantic story. Um, you know, it's no it's no military secret. Um, I suffer from mental illness. You know, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and it uh, it put my life in chaos and havoc. And um, I didn't I didn't really know, you know, how to ask for help. Um, I was constantly on a self destructive mission, um, not really realizing it. You know, people that suffer from mental illness, in my opinion, you know, when they self-destruct, they really can't see it. Right. So um, that happened for me for a long time, especially after the military. You know, um, I wrote about it in my book. I wrote about my battles in my book. So, one, my son would know that I'm not going to be defined by a disability because of the gains that I've made mm-hmm. um, because I put in the work and asked for help. And two, I want somebody out there that's been in my position or is in my um, position to know that. When you just put in the work, it's not guaranteed, but you stand um, a far greater chance of succeeding. Because um, life is hard anyway. You know, you might as well go down fighting. Right. Know? And um, that's why I, I, I'm doing what I'm doing. And plus, and plus, you know, my father told my brother and I that, you know, when you find something that you love to do, you'll never work another day in your life. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's my cooking's taking me to seven countries. Um, I cook for a lot of celebrities, a lot of athletes. Um, and most importantly, my son, you know, there was a point to where I, again, I say, um, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to be here. I'm, I'm, I survived two suicide attempts. Um, I'm not afraid to talk about it because that's just, the um, the nature of the beast when it comes to mental illness. So, uh, some people, you know, are either too afraid to ask for help because of family members not understanding, um, their, you know, enabling or pride. You know, I always say to myself, pride kills Kings. But um, I've learned to walk with kings and not lose my common touch. And that goes back to my poetry, which was Kipling. So um, history, history, I have to look back to in order to move forward. Sometimes people just are too afraid to stop and slow down because they think they might miss something. And um, can't, you'll miss everything if you're not here, in my opinion. So uh, I just decided to slow down and take the necessary steps. You know, a mutual uh, friend of ours, Andre, you know, my brother. You know, he came to my rescue. My brother Pooch out there. Um, a lot of amazing people have come to my, um, you know, come to my call when I needed it, and then even more left, which was which was fine with me. You know, at the time I couldn't understand it. Um, you know, if you say you love somebody, how are you just gonna, you know, turn your back on them? But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You have to adapt, and that's what I put in my book that, you know, life is constantly changing, and life isn't gonna care if you quit. You know, so you just got to keep going and when necessary, ask for help and work harder than yesterday, which is my philosophy. Right. You know, I used to be over 310 pounds uh, almost four years ago. I can't five even years. imagine that. Yeah. You're like the definition of fit. <laughs> I oh, see I all gotta your be. You know, workout um, videos. Against, um, against medical advice, you know, um, I, I quit all my medications. 
know, a lot of my medications that I was on were for depression, um, uh, bipolar disorder. Uh, I also had diabetes, uh, insomnia. What else? Uh, addiction. I battle with addiction as well. It runs in my family. Um, but what happens is that people, in my opinion, and also it's been uh, recorded medically that people that suffer from mental illness and um, depressions, they self-medicate, you know, because my one, my body weight was always fluctuating. You know, I'm 300 one day, I'm 260. And they never could really regulate the, you know, calibrate the the dosages for my size because I'd be in the weight room or I'd be drinking, um, just not living living um, healthy. So uh, one day it was just, it was I had to make a decision. You know, I, I'd rather live on my feet than die on my knees. So I was like, I'm going to go out fighting. You know, and uh, I stopped everything. I stopped drinking, uh, which was one of my coping mechanisms. And then I stopped all, all the other recreational drugs that I was using to escape. Um, again, it's in my book. My book is entitled I Found Me. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You can go ahead and shoot me an it's uh, a DM on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram page is True Chef official page, and my culinary page where you can see a lot of my artists and a lot of my work is ECH underscore culinary underscore artistry. Uh, I got a couple of uh, YouTube videos up there, and the reason why I chose food is because the food is the fuel that you need in your system to keep going. You know, the better the fuel, the better the output of of your performance, in my opinion. Um, you know. Low cholesterol, you know, you don't have diabetes, um, things of that nature. And then you have a, a higher energy output. So what I do for my amazing clients is um, I learn how to become um, better than your best chef. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you, um, you know, I, 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 I play Division One football. I'm always around NFL players. I'm always around actors. And all of these people are all in the gym. I'm in the gym. You know, I use the gym as my medication. I no longer, again, I no longer take man-made medications. So I ride my 20 miles before I take care of my father. My father's 90, suffering from dementia, taking care of him by myself. Um, but at the same time, I have to take care of me. So working out is how I take care of me. I meet all kinds of people in the gym that um, that like my story and want the results that, that I've achieved. I always let them know, you know, my journey is not your journey. So... But it all starts with work. I don't care what you do. You know what I'm saying? You got to start somewhere at ground zero and work your way up. So I didn't lose 120 pounds overnight. So a lot of these people um, don't have longevity without being in the gym. Yeah. Um, It's important to work out. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is. Um, Ever since I lost the weight, you know, I've been hit by two cars. I was partially paralyzed before that. Um, I've had back surgery. I severed my Achilles. I've had multiple concussions. Um. Four years of college, well, three and a half years of college football, four years of high school football, four years in the military. It puts a toll on your body. I so, can see that. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, I'm like the walking wounded, but <laughs> life isn't going to care if I quit. I mean, excuses are tools of incompetence that build monuments and nothingness, and I'm fresh out of them. I agree. Yeah, I've actually learned so much just in talking with you over the past few weeks. Yeah, I got a lot of a lot of knowledge to give because, you know, um, by the grace of God, I'm still here. And I was told in recovery, the only way I can keep it is by giving back. So uh, who I want to give it back to first and who I'm giving it back to first is my son. You know, every everything else is a bonus. You know, he didn't ask to be here. So uh, it's my duty. I wanted him here. I always wanted a son. I always wanted to live in Florida. 
So this is what I asked for, and this is what I got. Some some may think that I've been dealt a you know a crappy hand. Born with uh, a disability, now I'm taking care of a man who has a disability who raised me, brought me into this world, um, doing it uh, almost alone. So, but guess what? Life don't care. It doesn't. So, uh, you know, a lot of amazing things have happened to me since I put in the work and I stopped pointing the finger at, at other people. You know, I take responsibility and control what I can. And um, I'm still I'm still not perfect by any means. You know, some people choose not to deal with me because of the way I am, but I'll be selfish with that because it's keeping me alive. And some people are too afraid to tell people, no, my first priority is me. Because if I can't be happy or if I can't take care of me, I'm no good to anybody else, in my opinion. So when did you first discover your love of cooking? Was it before or after the military or just? I don't know. I think it was at birth. Yeah? Yeah. I was always hungry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just just love to eat. To where I wanted to take it to the next level where, um, again, my mental mental disability was all over the place. The only thing... um, that really calmed me was Anthony Bourdain. Out of all the years, you know, in football. Um, but Anthony Bourdain was a guiding light for me in the dark. You know, rest in peace, chef. But uh, his cooking show um, would take me outside of almost like an out-of-body experience to where he would be traveling all over the world. And, you know, just talking shit. And, <laughs> and, and, and he was keeping it as, as real as possible and organic. And I loved that. And then as soon as his show would end, you know, I would fall back into my depression and then it just dawned on me. I'm like, I was always cooking for everybody anyway. And that was the only time I really had um, true peace. Um, I, I could create things because I was always watching TV. My brother's in the movie industry. I was always going to Hollywood sets, Hollywood parties with him. And I didn't really care who was there. Uh, you know, hey, Puff. You know, hey, Tyra Banks. I want to see what they are eating because I know I can do that. But I just didn't. I mean, you can't get that experience in a classroom. No, I didn't get the opportunity to go to culinary school. In fact, um, over $64,000 was written off for student loans because of my um, disability. I was told to file for disability, and I was denied twice, which took approximately three years out of my life. Uh, I was granted um, forgiveness, but the, the flip side to that is you can never apply for another student loan. If you do, then that original 64000 would be reinstated. So I actually sat, because my brother being out there in L.A., my, my brother was like, you know, you have to go to culinary school. So I, um, I entertained it because, you know, my, brother, my brother's always around, you know, um, Chef Lupe. I sat with Chef Lupe from Showtime. We sat up there on the, um, on the set of Ray Donovan. My brother was playing um, um, Daryl Darryl Donovan with John Boyd, Liv Shriver up there. And again, hey, Liv. Hey, John. Lupe, I need to speak to you. You know, because Lupe is the one doing it. Showtime's production moved Lupe's whole production from L.A. to New York because that's where they were filming. So that's who I was speaking to. And he was like, no, I didn't go to culinary school. He was like, I love what I did, and I just worked at it. Again, common denominator is work. And also relationships. You know, so uh, that's what I did, and I just built on yesterday. That's fantastic. So what did, if anyone were to say, you know, cook me your specialty, because I think I know what it is. What is it? Meat? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Um, As I always see, like, these amazing pictures of meat that you're cooking. Well, that's what my clients are asking for. You know, because I'm, I'm my own distributor. 
No, mm-hmm. uh, right now we're experiencing coronavirus, which has shut down a lot of the plants in the Midwest. Um, it's causing chaos everywhere. Meat prices are rising. Set my, you know, I'm I'm locked in with some amazing people, and um, they're very consistent. So I order straight from the source. I got seven pounds of Wagyu grade nine Australian sitting there in the freezer right now. Now I um, I if you do your homework, you know. Anything is achievable. You know, you just got to keep working at it. It's just, um, it's not when you want it. It's when life wants you to have it. But the more knowledgeable you are, the more you're worth. If this door is closed, you got to keep going and kicking another door until you get the one you want. That's how I get access to the things that I do because I, I found I found a way to, um, to work the system, if you will. Yeah. Oh, that's actually what I do kind of as an influencer. I spend every single day, I reach out to like 30 different food brands that I love. And ask if I can work with them in some way. Some people say no. Some people don't respond. But you're always going to get at least one or two. They're definitely going to respond. Agreed. You know, and but you don't know unless you try. So I mean, I spend a lot of time, and the more time I spend, the better it works for me, and the more relationships I create. So, I just did one yesterday. My father. My father doesn't even eat lamb, but um, I make a. uh, I've got a lamb recipe. I just did uh. Um, a good friend of mine who does um, a lot of work up in Atlanta. He called me up there for Father's Day. Father's Day was on Sunday. Excuse me. Father's Day was on Sunday. He called me Friday night at 10 o'clock. That's a six-hour ride. He's like, Chef, I need you. I got you. He's family to me. No, he's family to my brother. That's how I met him. Yusuf. Uh, Yusuf the Great. He was the um, he's the owner of uh, Shuhuka Lounge in, in Stockbridge. And he's the also oh he he owns his own restaurant as well and my man still calls me, so um it's truly an amazing experience. But the reason why I'm telling you this story is because he called me on a Friday, and I had to be in Atlanta cooking for thirty people on Sunday, and I made it happen. And my philosophy is go above and beyond the expectations of, of what my clients, you know, expect because I want the experience to be better than a restaurant. You know, my my clients are having a restaurant in their own home. You know, there's no 60 to 80% markup on alcohol if they choose to drink. There's no other people around there that they don't want there. And then that's less exposure to what's now a pandemic. So exactly. the lamb that I was telling you about. Is that what that I had? A, yes. I yes. loved it. Yeah. The, that was the, really good. So um, Pit Boss Grills. You know, pit boss, I used a Pit Boss Grill a couple of, um, couple of about seven months ago. And the technology in that and the, um, the even heat. And the eight calibrations that it just it, it, it's a it's a game changer for me. So um, back to you reaching out to different you know different um, sponsors and different products online. As uh, soon as they hit me back up, I, I was like, "Your product is fire!" I said, "It's a game changer for me." I said, "We have to find a way so I can get this on a plane." Not only that, I'm gonna take it to the next step because overseas you have different converters because they have different amperage and wattages for their outlets. I said, so I'm working on that. You guys help me get it on the plane, we can make it happen. And they said, we'll see what we can do. You know, that's good enough for me. Now I got the air of the people. Um, if the product is up there, that's how I carry myself. You know, uh, I I make sure that I look the part. My food is above par, and uh, I treat my clients like gold. Because that's how I like to be treated. That's why you can't work with everybody. That's why you can't cook with everyone. You have to be very, very selective. I'll go, I'll tell 100 no's to get that one right yes. And that's okay with me. Because 
at the end of the day, if again, if I'm not happy, I can't make anybody else happy, which will be reflected in the product. I'm not taking any more losses. If anything, I'm taking plenty of L's, which are lessons to me. I've got enough lessons. I wrote about them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know I haven't read your book yet, but I am going to read it probably this weekend. Last weekend was crazy. As you saw, you walked into our place today. We've been doing some remodeling. and Oh, yeah. That's that's life, though. I it mean, is life, life. life will throw you curveballs. It's, uh, it's how you respond. But you got to take time for yourself. Reading is always, it just relaxes me. Indeed. Indeed. Um, because you can burn out. You can burn out, and, and, and that's not good for anybody. Now, I wanted to ask you, you're originally from Boston. Boston strong. I've never been there, but I've heard the Italian food is great. Everything's great in Boston. Everything is. All the food. If you if you meet a person coming from the Northeast and they come down here, the first thing that they're going to complain about is the food. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fact. You come from New York, you're complaining about the pizza. I, that is the, true. You come from New England, you're complaining about the Chinese food first before you try anything else. I just had a conversation about Chinese food last night with someone from Maryland and someone from New York. You can't find any good Chinese food in Tampa. I'm sure there I, is. I just, there yeah, are places yeah, I can. haven't. Call, I, need, call, I need to call, find Call me. Call you and tell me. And I'll make you some authentic Chinese food. I've cooked in, I've had Chinese food in, six, in four different countries. And I it's, love it's, Chinese food. Um, for some <laughs> reason, it's, the U.S. is by far the worst for Chinese food. Unless you go to a, an authentic, well, California. Now, I've had some um, Vietnamese for, um, you know, the, the Pad Thai. Um, the food out west is, again, closer to the region of the Pacific. Exactly. But um, It's but, the same but, with Mexican food for me. Oh, I can do that, too. I traded yeah. Mexico. Yeah, I love, I love Mexican food. But I grew I, up in California, so I was very spoiled. When I mm. came out here, it was just, it was difficult. But I have, over the years, you know, Tampa's really evolved. I found some great places that I go to when I want tacos. Talk, call me. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I I have my own skillet. I have my own Blackstone um, flat iron. Actually, I just did I did a party for 300 for Cinco de Mayo by myself. Fresh guacamole, fresh pico. I made uh, quesadillas, fajitas, and um, enchiladas. Now, the enchiladas take the longest. They do. I mean, if you're going to make them right. And I make everything right, which means you just have to put in the time. That you do. Yeah. That you do. What would say? What would you say would be your favorite cuisine if you had to pick one? If you know someone said, "Okay, I want you to pick your menu, just show us what you got for like fifty people," and you can do any cuisine. All right. You know, when you when you ask me that question, my first thing that comes to mind is maximize my quality and cut my cost. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to go with the pasta. So chicken doesn't cost anything. The thing is, it, it takes time because you. For pastas, I mean, in order to have a nice sauce, it takes a while if you're going to use a red. I mean, a white sauce is pretty easy. Um, then if you're going to add a, a white wine or um, anything of that nature. But uh, pastas, because you can do uh, the, a lot of bulk and minimize your cost. And, and, and with fresh herbs, it changes the game from dried herbs, store-bought. I, I use everything fresh in my in my pastas. But uh, I would definitely go with a pasta because I can, I can, I can, I can make the same dish like a thousand different ways because I can use shrimp, I can use veal, I can use you know a chicken, I can use a fish, I can change the sauce red, white, um, exactly. So a pasta because I can just do a lot off of it. 
Yeah. I, I love pasta. It's one of those things I always, you know, it's my go-to. One thing that you were mentioning earlier, just about like the quality of food, like when you really take care of yourself, I really had a wake up call to that during the quarantine because I found myself cooking more. Mm. And I mean, I was eating pasta and all the foods I liked, but because I was making them and there was more portion control and using the fresh ingredients, I found myself losing weight. Yes. I eating mean, all the things I love. When you, when you, um, when you train, when you train or when you're burning a lot of energy, it, it's better to eat more, eat more clean. You know, that way your body's is very, very consistent. It has the energy to keep going to do what you do. And then you also have to get the right amount of rest. Yeah, that's one thing I struggle with. I, I definitely don't get enough sleep. <laughs> oh, you know, team no sleep. I'm yeah. Right, I'm right there with you. Caffeine all day long. Anyway. Well, I'm excited. I know tonight we're going to have a little feast. We're going to be doing a, a a live video stream later on. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. I got everything. I just got a, uh, it's an easy prep. We're going to have some um, asparagus. I'm going to use um, some of my people from the Cajun country. I'm going to use some Slap Your Mama with, with a fresh. I uh, love Slap Your Mama. With a virgin olive oil. Great brand. Um, I'm going to do uh, the Wagyu uh, a couple of different ways. I'm going to use a big green egg that my man Ian got back there. I think it's the size of a house. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> we're going to do some um, some sour cream and chive, mashed potatoes. And then I'm going to do some uh, uh, some of my um, my seared shrimp and my citrus butter sauce. I can't wait. I'm going to get some video and share it on social media. I'm excited. And again, thank you for, you know, taking the time. I mean, you live on the East Coast of Florida. I know you come out here often, but... Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, nice this to have is a guest. Tampa, Tampa's <laughs> home for me. You know, Boston is my home. Boston's in my heart. But Tampa, you know, is Tampa's been very, very good to me. My man Andre, our boy, said in 1997, he goes, man, if you come to Tampa one time, you're never going to want to leave. And he was right. We came down for one Gasparilla, and uh, 20, 18 years later, I'm, I'm living, I'm like been here. So, That's great. Uh, yeah, Tampa, the, actually the entire greatest state of Florida. I just got to say thank you, you know, with the weather. Um, it's helped me, it's helped me heal, you know, the amazing people that I've met here. Um, I've had some troubles and Florida is one of those states that if you disrespect her, she will go ahead and, and, and make sure you know it. Um, so I, I, I greatly appreciate that because sometimes, sometimes people need a life check. They do. And, um, I'm glad I'm alive today so I can show my son that I'm not going to be, be defined by a disability. Okay. You know, working harder than yesterday has been, uh, it's been a blessing, and that's because I found me. Which is your book. I'm holding it right here. I Found Me by Chef Corey Hall. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Amazon. Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> uh, or you can go ahead and DM me. You know, if you shoot me a DM, I can send you a personalized copy. Um, the mail's moving a little bit slower because somebody has an issue with voting uh, <laughs> coming up. But... Uh, I've I'm noticed a, that. Yeah, right? I've noticed that. You know, honestly, you know, um, my son is in London right now. Um, you know, he's living in London with his mother. And I can't send him packages because there's a there's a, a mailing embargo. Like, a, you know, like uh, nothing from the U.S. can go to a certain amount of countries. Because, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, even Canada. You know, I did an interview with Venuary, um, um, uh, my man Ite. Uh, who's who I'm going to be working with coming up in the, in the um, very future. Big shout out to Pete in Las Vegas. I want to say uh, thank you for that hookup. But uh, yeah, you to mail a book from here to Vancouver usually takes five days. The post office told me that they can't give me 
uh, a guaranteed delivery date by. And then they told me not even to bother to ship my stuff, my son's stuff in England because England's not letting anything in. So yeah, strange times we're living in. We are. It'll be over soon, though. I have faith. <laughs> it will. It will. The thing is, you know, what I'm saying, just keep grinding, and and when the, when the when the clouds open up, you you know, and you see daylight, you got to hit it because nobody nobody expected this to come. Nobody sure saw didn't. it coming. But you know, it's um. I'm going to leave you with one poem. You know, it's called uh, See It Through. It goes, when you're up against the trouble, you got to meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, clench your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fail, but you may conquer. See it through. Black may be the clouds about you, and your future may seem grim. But do not let your nerves desert you. Keep yourself in fighting trim. When the worst is about to happen, in spite of all that you can do, running from it won't save you. See it through. Even hope may seem but futile. When with troubles you're beset. But remember, you are facing just what other men have met. Uh, you may fail. You may fall still fighting. Don't give up whatever you do. Eyes front, head high to the finish. See that shit through. And that's what I live every day. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you again for taking the time. And once again, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. You can find me on my Instagram. My Instagram is True Chef Official Page. T-R-U Chef official page and my culinary page is ECH ECH is uh, my son's initials um, ECH underscore culinary underscore artistry you know if you'd like a personalized signed copy of my book please go ahead and shoot me a DM and I can make that happen for you to everyone support my grind and my journey and my family I just want to say thank you let's go awesome alright thanks again Corey I'm excited to eat later and you guys thanks for listening in and don't forget a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download your podcast and if you have a moment if you wouldn't mind please subscribe and rate my podcast I would greatly appreciate it have a great weekend we out This is a Live Bold and Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. So what about next doing video interviews? Mm. What's different about the video and the phone? Yeah, so video, you want to be conscious of what's behind you, right? So they can, you have, you know, your, your video camera up on your computer. They can see you, but they can also see what's behind you. So making sure that it's professional looking you don't have anywhere that's professional looking or you're worried about what they would think, just get a blank wall. That's mm-hmm. fine too. Yeah. No um, fake backgrounds. I oh, don't like yes. those. Don't do that. No. Don't do the virtual. What is it? Is it virtual backgrounds or? Yeah. 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 The, the, the bridge in the background. What is that? Yeah. San, San Francisco bridge yeah. or the animals or any of that. Just yeah. Looks don't tacky. do that. Right. And then, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> just don't. I agree. <laughs> Um, in dress like it's an in-person interview. So wear a suit, business professional, whatever the dress requirements is, make sure you know that ahead of time and always, you know, dress to impress. Mm-hmm. Put your best foot forward. Um, I think it's better to, you know, if you don't exactly know what the dress code is, wear a suit. Definitely dress up. Dress up. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, wear the whole thing. Although it's a video interview, <laughs> you don't want to accidentally stand up or something and have your 
boxer shorts on mm-hmm. or, you know, something inappropriate underneath. So although it would probably whole- be really funny, but <laughs> don't yeah, do it on not an, for interview. an interview. <laughs> Live Bold and Boss Up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. 